what's up everybody so i am back with part two of the kumiai border wall situation uh here i sit down with some more leaders of the kumiai and we talk about uh what's going on at, down at the border wall situation and if you haven't heard the trump administration is illegally destroying the kumiai land and they are out there right now as we speak protesting the build the building of the wall trying to shut it down uh, the intro to the song that you heard, that beautiful song, was the Campo Band of the Kumeyaay people singing a bird song, which uh, Blue Eagle later in this episode will explain more about that. I think this is a really powerful episode, and everybody has such good points, such good information, such wisdom, and wonderful things to share. Um, and it's really enlightening and insightful to Native Americans and the Kumeyaay people. Uh, so without further ado, let's get to the episode. All right, hey everybody. So I am here with Blue Eagle, Bobby, and Kenny, and they're with the Kumiai, and they've all been out at the. Um, if you're unaware, the Trump administration is basically illegally destroying Native American land, and the Kumiai people are out there to protest the destruction of their land to build this wall, and uh, it's. So, uh, yeah, so Blue Eagle, I'll, I'll give you the floor, and if you can let us uh, know what's going on down there. Yeah, Alka, Pena, Mutt, Inyash, Bahib, Shu, Tertech, Matarawa, Michael Pai. Hi, everybody. My name is Blue Eagle, and I'm from the Viejas Band of Kumiais. And uh, what's going, I'll just tell you how I got uh, started off with uh, how I got brought to the wall. Um, there was a, a young lady that that let me know what was going on there, and she wanted to – there were some known sites that were at the wall that needed to be protected. And and I did some work with uh, Sin Parada is her name. I did, I did some work with her before down um, when we were uh, battling um, for shell mounds down at the, the naval base. And so – in my line of work, I'm a cultural monitor, so it's kind of like the things that we do. We're out there, and we're uh, wherever there's construction, wherever there's digging, uh, the native monitors are out there, and we're um, protecting sacred sites, uh, locating artifacts, and um, protecting our ancestors, which uh, human remains are all over the place, in the ground. They could be anywhere, um, and they are all over the place so that's the kind of line of work that i do it's kind of my responsibility to to uh protect these types of things so when i got um the word that they were going to be out there i i came out to help uh facilitate and help guide the young women that are leading out there so on the first um on the first protest we went out there we were able to um shut it down for that day and we were able to locate um some bone fragments that were out there so that gave us reason to be out there since then the people who are working out there the construction and i think the army corps they allowed for some native monitors to be out there but they did not allow them the power to shut down the project if they did locate um ancestral remains and they did not put a monitor at every um, site where they were digging. So it did us no justice to have one monitor or two monitors out there when they're digging at four or five, six different locations. 
And so that was very disrespectful to us. And we know that, you know, it's an executive order to to get the wall done as quick as possible. It's still it's our right and 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 it's our duty to protect those sites and our ancestors that are in the ground. What people don't realize is that we would cremate everywhere our ancestors. Um, the people that came before us, they, you know, they did this for many, many thousands, thousands of years. So there's potential um, cremation sites all over the place. And where there are known sites, there are possi possibility of human remains. So what we want to do initially was to have monitors on site and protect those sites. And without them having to, uh, our ancestors being disturbed, um, disrespected, um, thrown to the side like trash. And then we got the word that they were going to blast through rock out there. And in the paperwork in the beginning, they never said nothing about um, using dynamite. And so that was another reason for us to be out there. Since then, communication has been good off and on, but still we haven't had, we haven't been respected enough to have our rights as Kumeyaay to protect our ancestors there. We haven't been given those rights to, um, to protect our ancestors to our full capacity and, and to our full uh, ability. So we still haven't got the respect that we wanted. And so we're out there and we're protesting and we're trying to get national attention to get people to care about um, what's going on out there. Mm -hmm. um, we have relatives from the other side of the border that have joined in the fight with us to protect our ancestors. Not only has that wall separated us from them, but it's um, it's separated us, you know, in the kind of like a psychological way where um you know it put that it put that wall between us and we don't get to communicate with them um like we do each other over here it separated us and they, the way that they feel down there is they you know they're almost forgot about and we're trying to rekindle that relationship with them and let them know that you know they aren't forgot about and um they do care about you know these issues that are that are going on because they um affect them um, as well. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing out there, protesting uh, the wall and wanting our, want our voices heard. And we want to, um, we want our demands heard. And we'll keep going out there until we get those demands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's important for people to know for context, too, because I've been doing a lot of research on the Kumeyaay people. And, you know, back in the day when the, so the Kumeyaay, they were nomadic people and they moved with the different seasons to different areas to, for different foods. And they were, they're very in tune with the earth. Uh, but then when, you know, the colonialists come through, they, they practically like herded them to a certain plot of land and then continued to like erode the, their rights away. Like I, I heard about like the Homestead Act when, uh, so basically the colonialists changed the Kumeyaay way of life. 
And then, um, so the Kumeyaay started setting up their own ranches and things on the land they were given. But then settlers would come through, like white settlers, and then they would just claim Kumeyaay's ranches as their own via the Homestead Act, which is like absolutely insane, man. Like, can you imagine, like, first your way of life is disrupted. And then on top of that, you have like white people come in and you try to like rebuild in a different way of life. And then people come in and like take that too. Like, it's, it's insane. And this was just sanctioned by the government and okay. Yes, it was it was very uh, disrespectful at that time, you know, for our, our old people to having to navigate, you know, that that language barrier and uh, the abuse of the mission system and, you know, working the land, tilling the land just to have, you know, people come and take it from you, you know, till till to this day, we still um, fight the, that same battle, you know, where we ain't uh, we're treated as uh uh, second-class citizens, and we're, you know, always, uh, our issues always take, uh, get put on the back burner, and, um, you know, we're sick of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think with, the, I mean, with the current cultural revolution happening with Black Lives Matter and stuff, like, people are, a light is finally being shined on, like, uh, marginalized people and, you know, their struggles that a lot of us weren't aware of, and I think that's why it's incredibly important that we spread awareness on these issues, because, you know, like, I'm, I'm still, like, learning, and, and uh, but, you know, like, you guys are, like, sovereign nations, you know? It's like, uh, and it, the, the government just, like, doesn't even respect you guys' rights. It's just, like you said, they're just doing whatever they want. Like, it's it's ridiculous to this day, man. Yes, we were we were put in the um, mission system, you know, whipped if we, if we didn't follow directions, you know, killed. Our elders were killed. A lot of knowledge was lost. We were um, punished if we were um, if we sang our songs or spoke our language. So today, uh, what you see is a lot a lot of that um, revitalizing of the songs, revitalizing of the language, and um, empowering each other to um, to remember who we are. Um, a lot of today, uh, a lot of our people get caught up in um, you know the colonial way of life, and yes, we have to live in it. But it's always uh, important to remember who we are and where we came from. You know, when you know who you are and where you came from, it, it empowers you as a person to catapult you into the future to uh, to bigger and better things, to a brighter future for your uh, brighter future for your kids. You know, they have to know who they are, where they came from, um, how it was before them and their their uh, ancestors the way of life before them we have to take our past into the future with us Mm -hmm. yeah and i think it's important for like you know like white people especially to learn the history because the history we were taught growing up uh it was completely whitewashed and basically propaganda man like it's we were lied to and they they made it seem like the you know american colonialists were the good guys and all of this like weird propaganda that was just like completely subverting like these like beautiful people of like a beautiful culture and highly advanced like you guys like i'm watching like a lot of documentaries and like the technology that you guys had of like just the plant technology and so into like you used like so many different plants for so many different things and like but like in school they teach us like oh you know native americans they were they weren't civilized people which is like it's like that's just it's atrocious that we would even be taught that man you know it's all lies yeah it's all lies yeah you know uh yeah my name is bobby wallace uh from the barona band of mission indians and um 
you know, the way that the history has been written and the way it's supposed to go down is total colonialism. And like Blue said, remember who we are and what we are as a people. Uh, and, that, and along that wall is, you know, history. And if we allow this to happen the way it's going on, it's just another way of erasing part of our history and a part of our story. You know, we've been in all sorts of different battles and fights. And, you know, we went through, uh, you know, with Proposition 1A and all that about, um, you know, the gaming and, you know, being able to go up there and lobby. You know, you can see the kind of, you know, way that they are just by looking looking at them and talking to them. And, and you can see it plain as day that, okay, I'll give these guys five minutes, move along, you know. And that's the way it is right now. And marginalized people have to all uh, band together, try to try to be created equal somewhat. I mean, right now, well, actually, let me back up. We've seen stuff, Blue and I have, it's Standing Rock, just people getting blasted. And, you know, that was over oil and that was big money. But, you know, the way the the government can brutalize people right here in our own in in our own country turtle island is just so crazy i mean when everybody came here the land was like eden it was just uh our people knew how to grow things and our people knew how to plant trees in rows you know and and that being said they thought about the people three four hundred years from right now you know and that's the way our people thought, you know, and they knew how to burn and burn the um, burn the brush and control control it, and you know that that way they'd have better, you know, hunting or whatever it may be, you know, and and that's just the way our people were. And uh, right now, you know, with this fight right here, um, we're going to see some interesting things happen within the next few days. I can mark my words on that one, because uh, you know I can imagine they're gearing up for the next few protests and we just we know how the story goes but you know with more of our people um linking together and being as one you know we can set the standard we can set the standard of how our people are being treated you know we don't need to sit around and cry about it but we don't need to sit on our butt and do nothing you know what i mean mm-hmm. And everybody has their own life and everybody has to do things, you know, with their family. And we, we have to have that balance, but you know, with what's going on right now, it's just, uh, it's a big story mm-hmm. and the story right now is going to be written down and it's going to say, you know, those guys did a great job or it's going to say, Hey, you know what? Maybe they could have did it a different way. And that's, you know what we're all trying to do we're trying to think of the best strategy we we can and trying to stay together and remember what our elders had taught us before mm-hmm. you know and our elders didn't tell us to go out and showboat our elders told us to do what's right you're not in it for glory you're in it for your people mm-hmm. and i remember one man you know that used to tell me that a lot it was, it was leroy elliott and uh him and I, he was my business partner too. And, you know, we had many, many times to talk and 
you know, hearing words from an elder who went from drinking out of a little dish with polywogs to being a businessman and one of the last great chiefs of our people, you know, that's a big step. So, you know, those are the things we have to remember, you know, the good words and, you know, work together, you know, don't take things for granted, you know, and that's, that's just the way it is, you know, um, we all have our own little part to do, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of who we are. You know, we're all people where we all bleed red. Again, you know, us marginalized people, we need to stand together. And, you know, even even Caucasian people, they can feel, you know, our pain and uh, want to stand right beside us, too. I mean, some of them might think they're a little bit radical, but it's okay because we can tell them to calm down and just stand with us that's all stand with us we don't need violence we don't need some heroic action by somebody or whatever somebody might think we just need people to stand with us and stand by our side and that way we get awareness and be able to do the best job we can you know Mm -hmm. that's it man that's it yeah so yeah, and, and I think uh, a lot of people, like if you're listening to this or if you're seeing this, the podcast, whatever, uh, spreading awareness on this issue is like incredibly powerful because shining a light down there to everybody that's down there is like backing them up, is standing, because the the government, big government gets away with things in the shadows. And if we keep shining a light down there and say, look what's happening down there, like that creates public pressure on the government and also backs up the people that are physically on the ground down there. So spreading this word is incredibly important. Oh. Yeah. I want to jump in. Yeah, please. Um, well, my name is Kenny Ramos. I'm uh, from the Brona Band of Mission Indians. Bobby's my cousin. And, hey. um, <laughs> And yeah, I just want to emphasize everything that everyone's saying, but it's not really a, um, it's not an accident that indigenous issues or indigenous communities, native communities, tribal nations are like left out of the consciousness of the dominant culture. It's very strategic that the United States government created an education system that actively erases us from every facet of, um, you know, of this, of, of the American society. Um, that's why you don't really see, you know, you you don't see our issues in the mainstream media. You don't, you, instead you see us as, uh, you know, we're actively dehumanized within the culture and that's why we're seen as mascots and, um, you know, it just, it just is all working. The, 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 I mean, because the one of the foundational tenets of the United States is is indigenous genocide, right? Like yep. the United States had to kill off indigenous people in order to justify its uh, its its occupi- occupation of stolen land, mm-hmm. um, and we're still living within that society today. Today, so the majority of Americans like are completely ignorant about anything that to do with with tribal communities and tribal nations, and so. Um, but anyway, but I, I feel like a lot of what we're fighting for. Um, down at the wall and uh, probably a lot of our communities is really just like I, I see that we're basically defending our land and that is an exercise of our inherent tribal sovereignty but I just feel that so many people in the country don't even really know about tribal sovereignty or you know and and, and don't understand that we are like nations mm-hmm. and that have been here that pre-existed the United States and pre-existed the US Constitution and and we still have a tie to our land and to our culture 
And that's really what we're fighting for. We're fighting to protect our land. Like the land is literally part of who we are. We have ancestors in the land. We have our DNA is, is, is literally in there. When you're talking about our ancestral remains being in the earth, like we have been tied to this place for a time immemorial for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. We've known that. We've known that for, we've always known that. It's only now that like anthropologists and, and Western Eurocentric scientists are like, oh yeah, look at we we're looking at this sample and it's been here for 12,000 years. Like, yeah, like, no, duh. Like we've known that. Um, but anyway, I just, there's a lot of systems in place um, in the United States that work to try to erase us from the consciousness of the dominant culture. And so it's, it's a hard fight to try to bring light to our issues when we're fighting against centuries of being erased and centuries of oppression brought on by the United States government specifically. Of course, if we look at our community, the Kumeyaay, we've survived several waves of, of Euro, Euro European settler colonialism, starting with the Spanish. And then, well, then the, the Mexican government controlled this area for some time in which Native people were, you know, uh, oppressed and abused. And then, then we're now in the American period, which we continue to survive. We're going to be here. We were here before these societies. We're going to be here after these societies. And we're just fighting to protect our land because we want our land to be safe. And, and we want this land to be a safe place for our future generations. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I have anything else to say at this moment. But, but I'm happy to be here with my with my relatives and to talk about this issue and to try and just like, you know, solidarity again, like cousin said, solidarity is so key, but like solidarity, it needs to be also, um, you know, I'm not looking like I superficial solidarity is like, you know, one thing, but I think deep solidarity, people really understanding our issues. Cause at the end of the day, when we're fighting for these things, like, like no dapple and standing rock, right. These things are about the land and indigenous issues are human issues. Like the fight at standing rock was about water. Everyone drinks water. Like, and, and the land, I mean, this is just the land. I mean, I, the land is our relative. The land deserves to be protected and deserves to be, you know, like just defended. But um, anyway, these issues that we're fighting for, they're not even just about us or our communities or individuals. They're really about the planet. They're about the, hu the human race. Like, and I just, you know, I think John Trudell said, we live in a society of people that are actively forgetting that they're human even and what that even means, what humanity even means. And so, I just think it's in everyone's best interest to get on board with supporting indigenous communities and indigenous issues because it's really about protecting our everybody that that is shares this earth with us. Absolutely. You know what? If I can interject on that too, you know, there are places all around where they're just pummeling and tearing up the land. Look at over in the San Carlos area, you know, in the Navajo reservation at Bears Ears. You know, there's all these things happening right now, and this is going on. You know, they want to put plutonium, uh, uh, take it from San Onofre by railway all the way over to uh, New, Me or New Mexico, Arizona, and put this stuff over there where they've already just decimated, like, many, many, many people. They have open uh, uranium mines, and when it rains, it just brings it down to the creeks. It takes it down. Uh, into the people's drinking water and right now there's like sterilization uh, deformities and this uh, this crap just goes right on here in the United States of Turtle Island my god man you know what's so crazy and this you know this uh, battle we're having right now can make a difference uh, for people everywhere you know people uh, you know, they're focusing on it because it's a border and because it's uh, Trump's wall. 
but actually the the bigger picture is we're setting the standard here so we've got to watch and we've got to do our diligence and we got to have our attorneys do their work and the people on the ground have to do their work and everybody's got to work in tandem together because this will set the stage for other things to come so yeah you know we just uh, crossed and uh sig if i could um if i could add this um the reason why we are, are connected to the lands and to the stars, our com- cosmology, and uh, in our creation story, it, it says that we, we were made from this earth. So we, we Matipai, and Matipai means, you know, people from the earth. And it goes back to our creation story, you know, to when our creator came. And the first cremation uh, was our creator. And he showed us... Um, how to do that he was the first one to go and not only are our ancestors out there in the dirt but our creator is out there our spirituality is out there in the dirt so this is like you know the the holy land um for us this is our you know like people consider you know over in um in the middle east the holy land well this is our holy land this is where our creator died this is where our creator um, shed his uh, his blood and and gave the people the knowledge to to govern themselves, to um, to make medicine, to um, get up and make speeches. That's where all of our songs come from. That's where our language come from. He gave us the language to to empower each other. He gave us the language to. He didn't. He didn't give us um, all the the answers, but he gave us the, the language to figure it out for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what's out there. That's why it's so important for us to be out there and to protect what's out there. Because every every um, cremation site is sacred. That's just, those are our relatives. Those are our medicine people. Those are our um, those are our loved ones. So we want to treat them as such. We want to treat the land as such, you know, the earth is our mother and people just, they don't love their mother. And if you look at society today, a lot of people, they have no love for their, their mothers. They have no love for their fathers. You know, the, the, the earth is our mother and our father is, you know, the sky and, you know, people on this earth, they disregard both of them. Like none of, they treat them like dirt. Like nothing matters to them, like they're trash, you know, and is um, society has been so dehumanized that it's even forgotten to love their own biological mothers and biological fathers, you know, the relationships between them, between people, um, they're disregarded because, you know, what's out there in society is no love. You know, it's all about chasing, chasing the dollar Mm -hmm. and these things, these simple things, these simple teachings have been forgotten and they're, they're purposely being hidden from you. So you don't uh, act accordingly. So you don't give two shits about the land. You don't give, you know, two shits about what's going on with your neighbor. You know, you forget how to love, you forget how to treat one another. You forget how to treat yourself good, you know, and that's what 
everybody's um, forgets, you know, everybody's out for themselves. You know, we're out there and we know this. We know how to um, show love to our neighbor. We know how to treat each other as a brother and sister. We know how to use our language to empower each other, to make each other feel good when they're down. You know, a lot of people these days, they, you know, if someone tells them they're sad, well, sorry, too bad, I got to go, you know. No one cares, but, you know, we care. We care about each other, and we care about the land because we know what's out there. We have connection to the land because of our creation story, and that's something that we hold sacred to us. That's something that we always hold sacred to us, our language, our philosophy, our songs. In our songs, it talks about these things that that will happen, and our songs, they will get us through, and and they foretold these things and they they tell us you know how to get through them how to navigate and it keeps us you know pressing in to move forward in a in a spiritual way and you know always seeking that spiritual guidance because you know sometimes we get us we get ourselves into our into a big wreck and how do we get ourselves there well our best thinking got us there so we can't always depend on ourselves we always you know to try to come together uh and try to uh, grow and work together for the better cause. I think that's the only uh, way that we're going to move together as a people. And um, learning how to do that, um, I'm all for it. And um, I'm going to do my best out there to uh, try to preserve what's out there. And we got, you know, our mentors. We got our spiritual people that are holding us accountable for our actions out there. So we have to also act accordingly and um, guide everybody in a good way that respects, you know, them and, and the land out there. Mm-hmm. You know what? What blue is absolutely correct. You know, it's uh, it's a new era, it's a new day, and like, uh, you know, a lot of the youth is brought up to have some kind of entitlement to, you know, this and that, and I think moving in the way we are and Cynthia's younger than us and Brooke, but you know, us being there to support them is a wonderful thing because, you know, we can give them pointers here and there and we can help them move along and we are there for them, you know, and, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes the way people feel entitled to something are, or I can do this because, or this and that, doesn't matter. You know, entitlement is a ruiner of many, many, many things. And uh, if we can get back to being just people who care for one another, like Blue is mentioning in the love, all of us would be better. I mean, and this goes for all races too, all races uh, have this in their communities, but we got to wake up in the morning. We got to say, Hey man, you know, the, the, these people, I love these people. I might not like all of them, but we all need to work together for a better cause. And, uh, you know, I firmly believe that I firmly believe the love and a, uh, a little bit of love goes a long way. It really does. And a little bit of spitefulness can take that love right away. So, you know, we just need to band together and be strong as one. It's like the fist, you know, it's without a finger in it, 
I mean, you're missing something. You really are. And I know me and Kenny talked about this a little bit before, and, you know, it's just something, and me and Blues talked about this before, you know, and it's very important to remember these things of what we are deep down inside, you know, we're just people. Yeah, it's I think it's important to remember that like we are living in the echoes of a post-colonial nation. Like it was like the you know the the Europeans came through, they've completely subverted spirituality through through a lens of white supremacy. Uh they, you know, they they tried to dehumanize anything. They have no respect for the land because obviously they're taking it over. And so, you know, like my ancestors like that's what I come from and then I, I had no spirituality. I had no connection with the earth until last year. I like I've seven years of my life. I was in a really dark place. And then I had a spiritual awakening and I just began to like listen and connect with the earth and the, the wind and the water and all of the elements and like this beautiful, like this universal love that's in everything. And eventually it's, it's led me here to, to you guys. And, and everything is connected, man. The indigenous people of all around the world have like, there's always this story of some kind of imperialist force coming in, throwing, like trying to wreck the culture that is so in tune with the land and so like um, spiritual. And we've all like, we've been robbed of that in many ways, like everybody, like trying to erase the spirit and then like Europeans never really having a connection with that spirit. So it's, it's, I really truly believe it's time for us to start becoming like rekindling that connection to the earth because you look like the, the, the corporate oligarchs that are wrecking everything and, and wrecking like everyone's way of life are the same. It's this weird, like we see it, it, it play out in stories. It's this like evil entity that just pollutes the, the water. It just takes so much. That's why there's uber rich at the top. They like, they take so much more than they need. And if you like, if you research and you learn about Native American cultures and like indigenous people, they don't take more than they need. They take exactly what they need. They make use of everything and they're so in tune. And it's like, this is what we're missing in the way of life. We're being pushed into this empty society that just takes and destroys and has no sacredness. There's, there's nothing sacred to like this Instagram society. And this is what we need to like pull back. And then, and you guys are so connected and it's but nobody even is even aware like it blew my mind that people actually believe that like there are no native americans left I, i'm just learning this i didn't know that that was even a thing oh, yeah or they, they grew up, hey you know they used to ask us in school hey do you guys live in teepees and that is the truth i was you asked know? i just asked that and yeah. when i got to college that was one of the questions i was asked in the dorms for sure wow which is like what? Like really? You like? I mean, but yeah, the level of ignorance um, it, within the dominant culture of indigenous people—it's. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's staggering. You would you want to think that people are really you know just don't know, but again, it's it's symptoms of the system, right? And the same systems that you're talking about—a capitalist system that puts value on money, this whatever that you know, and and totally devalues human life and devalues land, right? And like instead of seeing land as something that we are spiritually connected to as like Blue was saying, which I think was a lovely, like a lovely thing to point out, um, you know, they see it, cap, you know, Eurocentric capitalism sees it as um, a resource, right? Something to be exploited and 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 taken and, and, and used to make money. But like, I, what I think is just, I mean, again, speaking to 
I don't know, the United States being full of lies, like, right, this country was founded on a principle of religious freedom, right, to an extent, right, mm -hmm. people, Europeans left because of religious persecution, and, and then here, we're still fighting for our spiritual freedom, like, we're still, like, this, a fight for the land, like Blue was saying, like, that is, you know, our creation stories, our, our, you know, our culture, our way of understanding the world is tied to this land, like, it is part of our spirituality, and we are still trying to fight for just that right, the right to our spiritual freedom um, now, in right in 2020, even though we, we technically have the legal right to spiritual freedom, according to the American Indian Religious Freedom Act, which passed in the 70s, which is a whole other thing to talk about that, like, you know, within the 70s, within my parents' lifetime is when American Indians were finally legally granted, wow. you know, spiritual freedom. But again, uh, you know, every, there's so much. If you really like look at at the United States, the the history of policies and and programs it enacted in order to kill indigenous people and then just to take the land. I mean, there's so much. There's so much to really look at. And the funny thing, or I don't know if it's funny thing, but we've survived all those things. We've continued to survive all those things. And um, with with cult with culture and language intact in, in different ways. Um, and we're we're just going to always survive these things. Like we've I think we've proven that time and time again. But um. But yeah, anyway, it's like, yeah, it's, we're, we're still fighting for our just basic, basic things that other communities have the privilege of having. You know, they, um, they kept us out of uh, society and they, they put us on lands where they thought nothing would grow. They put us in terrain that they wouldn't want to live, that they thought was trash, mm -hmm. that they maybe thought that we wouldn't survive, but we've been surviving and thriving here for thousands and thousands of years. And we will continue to do that. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that it's like a person who is trying to, are they ready to do the healing work on themselves? Mm -hmm. You know, do you really want to um, work on all your traumas and, and take accountability for, uh, for all the things that you did to other people? You know, and that's that's where um, white society is, you know, do they really want to unravel their whole construct? You know what I mean? Yeah. Their whole um, all the lies, you know, do they really want to do that? That healing work, because that's what it'll do. It'll unravel everything, mm -hmm. but it'll it'll bring um, equality. Mm -hmm. It'll bring good things. Mm -hmm. It'll uh, it'll allow people to be their best. When you have white, you know, white supremacy, you know, you you have privilege, you know, over jobs, mm -hmm. uh, over this or just because you're, you know, your skin is white, they will pick you. Mm -hmm. So we want we want we want the best for our people. Mm -hmm. We want um, to be treated as such. And I want to thank the people who are out there who are ready to listen and ready to to do that work. And to help us um, unravel that part of society, so um, there could be that equality, and there could be that that um, that justice, mm -hmm. not only for um, us um, Kumeyaay and um, Indigenous people, but all people that have been um, robbed of who they are and uh, made shamed because of their skin color. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, like. Uh little history here. We came up from the lake in 1932, and as any good white uh, person back there, they wanted the water. 
and they had to take it down a flume. They took it down the flume all the way down to Lake Murray. In 1932, uh, and there's still remnants of that flume down there by uh, El Capitan on the native side. Um, but, you know, it was over water, you know, first the land, then the water. Um, people in Vias actually lived in a, one of those big barns, and there was, uh, you know, folks that died in those barns, you know. Uh, anyways, um, so I don't know if you guys knew this too, but back then there was indentured servants uh, down there in the city of San Diego. Do you guys know that? Mm-hmm. They had uh, Kumeyaay people as indentured servants uh, uh, down there, I think, at 4th and B. You know, they did horrible things to our people way back when, you know. And to bring out that kind of history, this whole history is a farce. It's a lie. They make us, they make our kids do the mission project of let's Diacala. And you know what? Hey, maybe my uh, ancestors helped burn that down and mutilate some of the guys who are doing bad stuff. You know, just, you know, our pennies, our blues, our, a number of people, but they don't want to know that kind of history because it's truth. And that's, that's truth that actually needs to be told because like Blue said, the healing process starts when you could admit that, hey, maybe these guys weren't so good. Let's do a history book with the truth, you know? Mm-hmm. Who wants to know the truth? I mean, you know, I don't know. If, I mean, the third-hand culture, and then people want to tell the truth of what, what they did with, you know, with the flume or, or anything. I don't think so, but... You know, right now we're at a good start. We're at a good point in time in history, and we can make and we can make difference. But it all, all it takes is all of us work together. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, our people still suffer from trauma, which was passed down. That's in our DNA, and from what I understand, it takes, you know, a couple generations to get that trauma. Uh, embedded in our, our DNA to be gone, and some people are resilient and able to say, Hey, I understand now, I understand why, and then things will get a lot easy. But you know, there's some that still pass that trauma down, and again, too, it's not just the natives, it's everybody. I mean, everybody has trauma, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's alcohol or drug abuse or persecution or whatever it may be our slavery you know our people were slaves too you know and you know stepping out and realizing that you have trauma is a good step and um hey whose crow is that in the background is that blue <laughs> yeah. yeah i think so i think it's here <laughs> oh really <laughs> I mean, the healing process, you know, two generations to get rid of unless you're really, really resilient. And you know what? Step in the right direction. You know, we're, we're being reasonable and we, we know now. We know. And thanks to Dr. Folletti, who did the work, was adverse childhood experiences. And I don't know if you guys are, um, know anything about that, but it's called the ACEs. Uh, and that's where um, they did they did research of why um, some females were getting overweight. But the bottom line was, 
they had adverse childhood experiences, which sparked a trigger within many communities. And they said, hey, you know what, this this is what it is, and this is a result of this. So, um, you know, but again, too, how I'm correlating this is because of the ancestors in the wall um, and the hole they're digging, they're digging up 1,300,000 square feet of earth. Our people moved around here for 12,000 years or time immemorial. We had graveyards everywhere, you know. So that's just another way to put trauma upon uh, uh, in an individual race, and that's us right here. You know, we're trying to erase our history it's like we're not important enough, but, you know, we have lots of good people working with us and trying to fix these things. So maybe we won't have to deal with it. My hat's off, too, to all the leaders out there um, that are supporting us. Um, You know, I mean, we're only here for a fraction of a second trying to do the best we can. And that's it, you know. Stand together, stand strong, do the best we can. Show the love, you know, the best way we can. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's important for, like, even people of European descent to understand the concept of ancestry and, and spiritual ancestry. And this this is something that I was unaware of until I had my spiritual awakening. But I, I began to get in touch with my ancestors. And, and through that, I, I was able to, like, heal myself and face my traumas. And, you know, I was an alcoholic for seven years. And I d- didn't know how I ended up there. But... It, you know, once I started exploring ancestry and like getting in touch with your ancestors, that's how you heal. And we're there's this gaping wound that has been just like inflicted upon this nation from the past. And it, they just it's like basically like trying to like paint over like rotten like drywall or something. You know, we they, we can't paint over it. We have to let it air out. We have to face it. We have to say this happened. And how do we make it right? Because this denial of you know Americans that like it, it's weird because like people got to wake up and and like and realize that like your your reality is about to get shook because there's a lot of stuff that's coming to light here that you weren't taught but it's the the real truth is coming out and and you have to like be prepared for that and you have to listen and you have to like listen to marginalized communities indigenous communities and and listen to the real story of what happened because you weren't taught the truth and and we yeah. can't yeah. heal until you accept the truth and listen to the truth. Exactly. You can't. I mean, that, that's the thing is people have to reckon with the fact that they've been lied to. Right. Mm-hmm. It's been a big old lie. lie. And, yeah. The foundation of the country is totally cracked because it was built on indigenous genocide and black slavery. And the systems that were then built on that foundation are affected by those things. And those things people benefit from. Right. People actively continue to benefit from. Uh, you know, uh, indigenous genocide and the removal and displacement of indigenous people. There's basically the settler colonialism. People continue to participate and benefit from that in the same way that they benefit from white supremacist structures that keep black populations down, right? And and mm-hmm. all under the illusion of the American dream, which mm-hmm. is false. Yep. Because that that American dream is not for everybody, right? It's for a very specific few. Oh. It's for a minority, really. It's for a very rich... Oh, look at that fish, cousin! Oh, wow. Uh, way to go. But yeah, and, and I just think, yeah, you, like what everyone's saying, like there's no healing without understanding the truth. 
And I think that's on an individual level. And I also think that's on a collective like community level. And I think when, or, but without understanding the truth and also your history. And I think that's also understanding the history, your own history, like your ancestry, your family history, that the, the things that, you know, were in motion for you to exist today and, and what your, whatever that was. And then also understanding the history of the place that you're in, right? So the history of the land that you're occupying, whether that's your traditional homelands or not. Like, I think that we have a duty to to build relationship with the land that you're on. Of course, we naturally are doing that as Kumeyaay people, but other people that are here in San Diego that are sustained on this land as well, they actually have a responsibility to this land too. And it's time for them to acknowledge that and, and try to create reciprocal relationships with the land Anyway, all this to say that, yeah, there's just, there's no healing. Oh, and okay, but and aside from healing, there's no forward, right? We also don't move forward to create equitable, just um, systems of societies for everyone moving forward. We, 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 that's why it's important to know history because history yeah. repeats itself. The point, and, and the United States has been doing a very good job at trying to hide history. And so things repeat itself, right? But if we really start to reckon with the truth, with our history, um, history of the country, history of the land, history of our own, you know, of our own family lines, then maybe we can move forward in a good way um, that promotes healing, but also promotes e e equity and justice. Absolutely. Equity and justice, but, but you know, the history thing, I mean, you know, it's got to be told the way it is. Yeah. And nobody else to spin on it and just the way it is, you know. And, um, yeah. you know, we've got tons of smart smart people out there jamie lebrake he's very smart man and steve newcomb and john crispin and anthony pico and you know we have all these great leaders out there and we have them to look upon to for answers you know and we need to share those we need to keep those intact in that way again you know the trauma that we've all suffered is a little bit less pain because we still know the truth and are passing down the solid truth to one another, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, congratulations on your seven years. Is that what you have? Uh, yeah. Or uh, oh no, as sober. As I've been. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I've been sober for now, like a year and a half now. So. Awesome. That's good time, brother. Yeah, it's. Uh, you know, we all have our ups and downs in life and been through the same thing. But, you know, the perseverance and if anybody's out there listening to this that might be suffering through a little bit, you know, there are people out there who persevered and were able to go through uh, these kind of hardships and be able to go through that door and step through it and know that there's people to help you. And any of you guys need help with that, you know, you can friend me. Uh, you can friend me, you know, call me, uh, you guys have, you, you guys have my number, you know, I mean, anyone, you know, because that is what we're supposed to do to help one another is human beings, you know, so just throwing it out there, man. And all three of us, you know, all three of us had our hard times. Um, but look where we are now trying to do something good. Yeah, absolutely. To do something good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then so we were mentioning we wanted to talk about could you guys explain like land back? Can we touch on that and explain that to us? Cause it's, Give it back. Because <laughs> it's something like I, I hear the term, but I think a lot of people, uh, we don't really realize like what it, all it entails. So. Well, you know what? You can say, I know Blue probably knows a lot about this and Kenny too, but, you know, I've 
did some reading and, you know, tried to figure out, you know, like, why is this? Why is that? Why is this little parcel over here? And when they were doing the original um, mapping out, sort of speak, and I'm a contractor too, um, you know, kind of earth, earth guy. So they didn't have the best surveyors back way back when. So, um, you know, a lot of this land where they said, where they said there, you know, was the end of properties, you know, there are big discrepancies and, you know, land back, I mean, this territory of the Kumeyaay, the Hokan, the human speaking people, that goes all the way out to the out uh, reaches of Arizona towards Salt River. It goes up to Yavapai Apache, goes to Peach Springs, it goes to Mojave Territory, goes back down all the way to San Isabel, then it hits the ocean all the way down to Ensenada. So it's a huge territory with the uh, you know, all of us human speaking people. So, you know, we were travelers, um, you know, we moved around a lot and, you know, if you want to talk about a territory, that's a huge territory. And, you know, I think blue can chime on and on this much more. I think, I think, uh, the whole concept of, you know, land back, you know, has many different, you know, for us to have, um, prime real estate in um in the city to have you know um not only helps us heal as a people like to our um to our um our connection to the to the ocean you know um to reclaim that those ancestral um grounds uh, helps us heal as a nation um yeah. to have that land back fully you know what i mean not least but own it you know what i mean so we're able to do uh, whatever we want on it, put business on it. I think it's important because it's going to help us grow as a people uh, financially. I'm going to help put programs in place um, for our future um, generations. Uh, it's We need healing um, out here um, on the reservations. Um, the urban Indians, they need healing. Um, humans in general need uh, healing we have been uh denied um land in these places we have been denied so many so many things rights you know and land back is important um because we have connection to the land because we have that uh not only spiritual connection but you know and like I like I said before in our connect and our creation story we're we're connected to the earth we're made from it that's why land back is is so important. It's important to me to uh, thinking of it as um, as in dollars and cents. Uh, we could um, we could help ourselves. You know, we could get out of uh, the trauma. We could help to heal ourselves. A lot of times out here in, in Indian country, you know, um, they live in they live in poverty. You know, yes, some some tribes they have casinos, but not every tribe does. And so when you have poverty, you know, you have a lot of trauma. You have a lot of uh, uh, sexual abuse, drug abuse, um, suicide, murders. So there's no programs. There's no help in place. We have people willing to help, but you know, they run themselves thin because you know they do it out of their own pocket. Yeah. Uh, land back is is very important to to our nations. 
and um, to help us flourish. I think that's important. And that's, um, that's the start, you know, and to have, uh, to have that, to be at that conversation and at, at that seat at that table to where uh, we could start talking about those things and then the healing could start taking place. But um, I would love to see that in my lifetime. Yeah. Did you we will, to... Blue. We'll see. we'll see good stuff, you know, and, uh, you know, you're on the progressive path, Kenny, you too, and, you know, we just, uh, again, you know, all of us together working towards a better future and thinking like the old guys used to three or 400 years planting an oak tree because we knew our family was going to be running through this hills, you know, and, you know, I don't know if you guys ever knew this or, or Kenny, you know, you see all the oak trees that are planted in perfect rows. It's not just by chance. That's, you know, our relations did that for us, you know, so, and if you know, anybody, it's awesome, you know. That's another thing, you know, uh, one of my mentors, you know, always tells me, you know what I mean? That our creator didn't make all this by chance, you know what I mean? It was all by design, you know, when you, when you leave things up to chance, you have chaos, you know, and you have control of nothing, but, um, everything in this life is by design so it's like no coincidence that we're here it's no coincidence that we're we're here at this you know this conversation and we're talking about this um and we want to we want to acknowledge that and we want to acknowledge those those teachings that have have been passed down and uh, we want to keep continuing to moving in a positive way now this next week at the wall is going to be pretty interesting because I heard they're putting up no trespassing, no trespassing signs and you will be arrested. So, um, if you want to help, you know, you can share the, share the content, um, that's going out, um, either on my Facebook, Bobby's Facebook or Kenny's Facebook or our Instagrams tag people that, um, you know, that are willing to help that, um, have knowledge um, that could bring something to the table because, um, this fight ain't going to be over, over soon. So we're buckling up and, uh, preparing for, um, unknown waters. And we're, you know, at the same time we're learning. And, uh, but I think the most beautiful thing is that we're coming together and, and being able to talk to each other and having these long discussions, um, you know, our, our, our mentors tell us, you know, a long time ago, our, our people would come and visit. They would visit for days and they would talk. They would talk about a lot of things. And, you know, um, today in society, we've forgotten how to do that. We've forgotten to have conversation with each other. We've forgotten to respect each other's words. You know, a lot of times we we hear, but we don't we don't listen, you know. And so we want to uh, thank you for for listening to us, you know, and with the open heart and, and hearing our words. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's important. I think everybody, you know, they, I'm, I'm here, like, I'm trying to do everything I can using the platform that I have to, you know, I, I say it when I was like, uh, with the black lives matter movement, it's like, I'm not trying to stand in front of the movement. I'm trying to stand beside you guys and help amplify the voice. Uh, because like y you guys have, you have the answers, you have the stories. Like we just need to listen, you know, and nobody in the, like, uh, uh, like 
typically American, like it's not, you guys haven't been heard. So I think, so if you're, you're seeing any of this, um, the, the just, it's, it really is really powerful to click share, tag people, do what you can to help get it seen. Um, because, you know, I think the, the craziest part is that, uh, I think America's finally ready to listen. I mean, they're pulling down monuments to, uh, colonialists, to Southern leaders, you know, like, they're waking up and you know this wall to tie it back in is like this is this is basically a monument to colonialism that is being erected right now as we speak and you know it's if everybody's ready to tear down the rest of the statues like this we shouldn't allow this you know yeah if people are getting mad at you know uh people tearing down the statues then they're they got to realize that they're getting mad at at them tearing down the lies tearing down um the genocide that has taken place they're getting mad at the um at all that truth that you know all those lies that are being unraveled and so um that's what that's what those statues represent they represent those idols of those those people who created genocide and and did uh, bad things you know in the name of god even mm-hmm. and they should be ashamed of themselves they should really be ashamed of themselves, you know? Yeah. But I like, I'd like i like to say this, too, you know? The earth, it don't matter what you... It don't, it don't care what you plant. It just gives back in abundance. So whatever we choose to plant, we want to choose, you know, to plant good things. We want to choose to plant uh, things that are going to feed us, feed our, our soul, feed our minds. You know, because it's gonna give it, it's gonna give it back to us. If we keep planting negative things and negative things, yeah, that's what we're gonna get. Yeah. And I'd like to say, you know, whatever, whatever we think, you know, that's what we will be, will become. And uh, those are those two things, you know, that that stick out to me, and I like to um, to live by and try to um, walk in that way because, you know, we wanna. Uh, our thoughts, we become our thoughts. You know, whatever we think, we will become. So, think the best of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Hey, can I? Uh, I want to say something, uh, Kara. Thank you so much for helping set this up. Uh, pretty awesome to be able to talk about some of these things. And to Brooke and to um, Cynthia, Cynthia um, Parada, spearheading this. And much love and respect. Um, you know, she's putting a lot of time and dedication into this. Um, I mean, we went down to Coronado before, um, you know, because of what they were doing down there on the base. Horrible stuff, same thing. But you know what? You guys watching this come out, you know, support Cynthia, um, support Brooke, move in a good way. Um, you know, we're, this is far from being over, like Blue said. We need to show those guys a little respect and, and you know, the people actually. You know what? The more people, the better. Come with a good heart. Come with a good fire. Uh, we are going to have uh, some guy coming down, and it was, uh, you know, from Standing Rock. He was the guy who helped light the fire out there. So he's going to be coming down, visiting us. Um maybe do a little ceremony or something. So it's going to be good. It's going to be 
you know, a learning experience for some people, but it's going to be good. And, um, you know, bring your medicine. Uh, you natives know about that. Bring your sage, bring your cedar, you know, and just come in a good way, you know, come in a good way, have a good heart. And again, it goes back to show the love, you know, come and show the love for, for the ancestors. Absolutely. Kenny, would you like to add anything at the end? I think I agree with what, everything that's been said. And yeah, thanks to our cousin Kara for helping organize this. And then shout out to cousin Cynthia, who's just, you know, pouring so much of herself into this and, um, and Brooke as well. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's powerful to see young women in our community take leadership and to, uh, to lead us in, in a good way um, to defend our land. And yeah, I just want to center them in this moment. And just thank you to everyone out there, you know, sharing this time with us and listening to us. Appreciate it. Right on. Um, so Blue, when the when this comes out in the podcast episode, you sent me a, uh, a Kumiai bird song to put as the intro. Can you kind of explain uh, the meaning and significance of that song? Yeah, well, the, um, the song itself is, you know, um, the, the songs they're talking about, there are four birds, you know, they're telling the story about uh, things that we're going to see in life. And they're telling um they have different metaphors in the song. And, you know, some songs are talking about the sun is going down. Some t- songs are talking about the coyote. The coyote's here. Some talk, the songs are talking about, uh, you know, the stars. The stars are coming out. Um, you know, the the Orion's belt, you know, uh, the, the three uh, big horn sheep. The Emu constellation in our cosmology is what we call it. There's songs, you know, they're talking about different things and they're telling us what our, our tears are for, happy times and, and sad times. And in, in, in life, that's what we're going to deal with, you know, good times and bad times. But, you know, there's always going to be a, a new day, you know, so that, that brand new start. So that's what those songs are they're talking about. And, um, you know, they, they tell our, the story of our creation. And so when our creator came and he came in the form of a snake, um, the people, they built him a house and somebody lit it on fire. And uh, our creator, he caught on fire and um, he exploded and pieces of the, the creator flew into people's mouth. And that's where we learned. That's where we got the songs, where we got our language. That's where we got um, knew how to do things, make medicines um talk about things it's where all our knowledge came from so um those are those are what the songs are talking about and uh um you know in the little short version of it that's what they're talking about right on thank you so much well guys and um and the man who is uh leading those songs is uh junior cuero is one of uh he's a mentor of mine and highly respected um elder in our community and I want to give a shout out to to him and for uh, always, uh, you know, sharing that that knowledge and and the songs. And I also want to give a shout out to everybody at the wall, um, the women out there, Melissa, um, yeah. Cynthia, um, uh, Brooke, um, all our supporters, um, my brother, Jamie, um, you know, Bobby, Kenny, everybody who's been out there uh, putting in time, putting in work and. Um, yeah, I want to give a big shout out to everybody like that. Yes, Riss. Yes, Riss. 
Well, I, th- I want to thank you guys so much for uh, coming here and letting us know and sharing with us and um, very powerful words all around. Um, so thank you guys so much. And uh, if you ever have anything, if you want to come back on, I'm like available anytime. So, um, you know, let me know. And if there's anything you got to get the word out or also I'd love to like have you guys back and just like learn and ask about culture and ask these questions so that people like can understand and, and learn. So if you guys ever want to come back, I'd love that too. So. Yeah. Huh? Appreciate it. Appreciate you. I heard they're going to have pepper spray for you. Bring your goggles. <laughs> right on. Man. All right. Well, uh, anybody have anything else to add or much love and respect to you guys. Yeah, likewise. So, well, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Sam. Yeah. And then, uh, so this will be out. If you're watching, if you missed it, uh, the Facebook video will still be up for a while. You can share it, uh, comment on it. Then I'm going to put it out as the podcast, um, that's coming out, uh, and I'll post about that, but, uh, yeah, just please spread the word. Uh, the Kumeyaay protest, uh, they have the Twitter at Kumeyaay protest. There's also the Instagram at Kumeyaay defense against the wall. So, and as I like to do with the revolution radio episodes, I love incorporating music and highlighting artists. And it turns out blue Eagle is a rapper. So, here I'm gonna play out play out a song with uh, Blue Eagle, Dark to Light. It's Blue Eagle featuring Papa Halo 2, and it's a remix. <laughs> hard to swallow young indigenous first nation stay woke cause these streets will eat you up spit you out and leave your broke we grew up with the alcohol grew up with the drugs full-blown addicts for we knew what it was made it through the struggle many nights i prayed pray for better days watching things slowly change the rest is where i come from t5 till i die consider yourself enemy hating on kumiya how i get by with all the things that i do just stay true to self the best thing you can do all my stabs in the house throw your hands in the sky wave from side to side let them know you're still alive all my natives on point and every native on smash gonna get our hustle on every day like our last how we outlast how we surpass it's in our dna ancestors from the past past the match so i can ignite the fire history said we're all dead i came to prove them all liars young ones stand strong ogs know the deal and if anybody hating is those who lack the real hard is still when i combust and spit flows lacing you up from head to toe now you know Bounce, rock, roll with us. Kumiyas in the house, ain't afraid to bust. It's the land of the brave, land of the rattlesnakes. Better make way, coming through like battle tanks. I shake my gourd like a rattlesnake. Better think again if you're thinking that I'ma break natives to the right, natives to the left of me, and I'ma put it down to the very last breath of me. Go, 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 go. Rise from the earth, now I shoot for the stars The young native making moves cause they hate who you are Coming through like a hurricane, rocking the stage Causing havoc like a maniac, I'm out of my cage All I need is a mic and a beat and I get it From the rest to your hood, they gon' feel me when I spit it 
In and out of your town, that's how it goes down. Slide through, rocking the house in the mouth. Taking off on these haters, better watch your lips. I ain't the one you wanna test, better call that quick. Just some California natives, and we all in the mix. On the grind, getting mine, so I'm counting my chips. Got love for my niggas that be keeping it real. So I'ma spit the ugly truth and keep on clocking the bills. Yeah, they don't wanna see a native on top. So they gonna want a native to stop. Bounce, rock, roll with us. Kumiyas in the house, ain't afraid to bust. It's the land of the brave, land of the rattlesnakes. Better make way, coming through like battle tanks. I shake my gourd like a rattlesnake. Better think again if you're thinking that I'ma break natives to the right, natives to the left of me, and I'ma put it down to the very last breath of me. 